out leads. I'm sorry that there's been a little bit of a gap in service, but sometimes needs must. Anyway, I'm back on track now. This episode is in some ways a reboot. I last spoke to Yusuf back in May 2020 about his Instagram page uh, and webpage Art by Argel. It's a really good episode, so do go back and listen to it if you've got the time. But on this episode, he tells me all about Sketch Club Leads. These are monthly events of sketching. You get to look at amazing architectural places across Leeds and you get access to locations that you normally wouldn't. It was really great to catch up with him. Full disclosure, we did record using video on this episode and it's the first time that I've ever tried that. Um, but I've had lots of things happening in my non-podcasting life, so I just haven't had time to look into how to put them all together. Eventually, I'll be putting these up on YouTube and I'll let you know all the details when I get that sorted. But for now, you'll just have to listen to the audio. Enjoy! So for this episode of the Light on Leads podcast, I have Yusuf Arjo. And Yusuf, you are returning. Yes, hey, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, it's good to be back a couple of years on now and uh, loads has changed, yeah. Yeah, so you were on the Coronavirus Extraordinary Episodes, number 11. That was in <laughs> May 2020 and we were just four weeks into lockdown and you were yeah. telling me about Art by Arjo, if you want to just remind people a little bit about what that is. Yeah, so uh, I'm an artist uh, and I run a brand called Art by Arjo. Um, mainly through social media uh, and online presence, uh, selling sort of original pieces um, that I do commissions for people, which are mainly based around architecture, because uh, my background is as an architect, uh, and that's sort of what I studied in and, and sort of my passions are in. Um, and then also now sort of moving on from where, we, where I was in that period, I've sort of grown uh, the sort of, print side of the business and uh, drawing sort of all different locations, landmarks, cityscapes. Um, and that's been sort of my main focus in that area uh, is just expanding sort of my portfolio of what people request, what people ask for, um, what sort of is in my interest to draw um, and that side of things really. And so sort of, and it's become quite a, a mainly online business, whereas sort of pre-COVID, I was much more face-to-face um sort of doing pop-up stores markets um which i still do every now and then but it's become more of a uh, an online business really because of that yeah i can remember you telling me about, about how difficult it was sometimes when you were doing uh, markets and things it, you know if it was windy or if it just suddenly yeah. started raining and you'd just begun doing online auctions when we did the last interview and those were going really well is that something that you kept up with um it's something i did a lot of sort of online auctions, online markets in, in lockdown, just because of the fact that everyone was using uh, social media and everyone was online. Um, it sort of had to, sort of as a business, had to kind of like pivot to focusing on where people were. And uh, since lockdown, everyone's kind of gone back to sort of normal habits, uh, have done less of that sort of stuff, just because the the demand for it is not is not as is not as much anymore um yeah. so 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 it has kind of j- just as with m- most businesses things change all the time and you've got to kind of adapt to where where the demand is and so it ha- so I haven't been doing as much as that uh I still use the social media to uh promote new pieces that I'm doing or uh, or 
do commissions and things like that where I show what show, or show processes of work, but it's more a put more use it as a portfolio now than actually um, doing these live events. Yeah, not as necessary these days because you can actually everyone can get out and about anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's just people's habits are changed and people are much more happy to get back out again, which I I totally agree with. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been great for all of us. And yeah. So at the time when we last spoke. You had a fifteen-month-old Albert, so yes. so that must be such a big difference to how he is now compared to how when we last spoke. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's now three and a half. Wow. Uh, and in that in in the last year, we've also had another little girl called Adeline. Oh. Um, and so she's now nine months years old. Um, yes, I mean, loads going on. It's a <laughs> it's a madhouse here now with two. Yeah, so uh, it's a different ball game. And how's Albert finding having a little sister? Uh, most of the time he's loving it and he's been he's been very good with it um i think it's just starting because she's just starting to crawl and sort of want to always because she's she's obsessed with him um she's starting to kind of want to play with his toys and want to bother him and he started to like oh i i can't get my own space as much so i think he's trying to adapt bless him but um <laughs> he's uh he's struggling with it a little bit i think at the minute yeah it was a big old change for him yeah <laughs> and um so you recently i've noticed that you are doing sketch club which sounds brilliant can you tell me more about that yeah so one of the big things um in lockdown and and going back to that period that i noticed was that uh so i'm quite a big user of social media and uh and connecting with people and especially people who are into the same sort of things as me just uh, for inspiration or just for uh just sort of of, because i work on my own just really as a way of uh, feeling like you've got, almost got work buddies again because yeah. I've gone from a working environment of where you're in an office with 10, 12 people to sat at my home most of the time, all the thoughts in my own head. Um, so th- that kind of sprung the idea, really, especially two parts to it, being locked away but knowing loads of artists online and chatting to them but never actually meeting up um, and thinking, you know, once we finally get to this other side of the light and to be able to go back out is to is to think of maybe something where we can meet up uh with like-minded people and and sketch stuff so together and so that kind of so that was about a year and a half ago so we were probably still in the lockdown period that time and and I kind of knew with with having the art by Arch business I couldn't really give it all my time so I was kind of looking to do this with someone and um and I knew a friend of mine who would be would who I knew quite well, but not as well as I do now. We're now working together, uh, called Clifford Stead, who's uh, another artist in Leeds, historian uh, as well, and works with the Civic Trust. And uh, I threw the idea to him one day when I'd meaning to get in touch with him, but by chance we bumped into each other in Leeds, and I was like, I just threw this idea to him, and I think he just straight away connected with it and thought it was a great idea, and sort of. Um, a bit of planning and trying to work out how to get how to get this off the road. Uh, we finally last July got our first event, which was at the Leeds Leeds Market. And so the base basis of the concept is um, so to get sketchers artists together who are into sort of urban sketching, who don't tend to who tend to work in their own environment, but to get together and actually work on in in the place. Uh, but also provide them with sort of safe, you know, non-intrusive environment where they're sort of exclusively away from the public, 
and have access to places they wouldn't normally have access. Um, and so we started with the balcony on the balcony in the market, which yeah. is a lovely first venue to start with. And luckily, Leeds Market were were really keen on the idea, and you know, we had no proof of concept, and there was no no really present to how we'd do it or what to do it. But they just were straight on board, uh, really, really good about it, and um, and yeah, it started from there. I think the first one we probably only had six, seven people at, um, and you know that was a tricky to get people to understand what we were wanting to do. Um, but fast forward a, a year now with every event selling out so we usually have 20 to 30 people usually because it's a maximum of you could fit on a roof or the space for fire safety and um and yeah it's been just been going great we've now got over a a community of just over 200 people on our mailing list who you know interested to know about the events uh we've had i think i checked this morning about 105 different people come to the events um and yeah we've got people coming from different cities We've had a, a great sketcher uh, from Manchester come over, uh, Ben. Uh, we've had we've had a really really famous sketcher from London called uh, the Shortest Sketcher come, from, um, whose hometown is Leeds, and he fancied coming to one of our events. So yeah, it's been great to connect with these amazing sketchers and uh, artists who I see online, but now we actually know each other and um, and can learn and you know and inspire each other. Yeah, of course. And is it is it generally people who already are brilliant at sketching? No, the thing we've got, we've got all we've got all levels really. So because we're not making it like a tutored uh, a tutored event where you feel like you're on show and you know um, you, you've got to show what you're doing and it's really obvious. Because basically, we ask people to bring what other medium you you prefer uh, and and bring a sketchbook along. So. Um, so they tend to be working quite close to themselves on their own sketchbooks. Some people have brought easels, some people have had even with iPads um, and doing digital art, but it tends to be based around bringing a sketchbook. And yeah, we've had all sorts of levels from people who just just picked it up as a hobby to professional artists or uh, illustrators who who do it for a living, and some who just do it generally as a as a pastime, but are, are really are really good as well. But yeah, at all levels. It's been it's been crazy. It's been crazy. Some, we thought it would it would probably attract the more keen artist who's established and uh, and sort of sketching regularly. But we've had lots of people who have just picked up picked up the idea and just got into it. And sort of it's been a big help in what I find because personally, myself and Clifford as well, um, we've found it really useful in terms of pushing us with our development of sketching as well and and getting better at just sort of because I'm quite I'm quite a stickler for taking hours and hours over drawings and uh, and being exactly got to be precise um and that's just my in my the way I work and this has really loosened me up a bit and sort of gave me made me work quicker so it's kind of like helped helped us even though we've set it up as well yeah that's absolutely brilliant and so do you have how do you come up with the ideas of where you want to sketch? Do you and Clifford get together and think about places, or do people um, suggest locations to you? Uh, a, a bit of both. I mean, we've got we've got like a big hit list of places and uh, things we'd want to do and views, because basically it's mainly mainly built around a view that we can create for people to urban sketch, and so a lot of these have been 
um, over the summer, especially with the weather, is like finding great uh, viewpoint viewpoints in Leeds. So uh, a couple we did recently, for example, one was this office block in Leeds called Taylor's Corner, uh, which got an amazing rooftop. Uh, and one one amazing thing about Leeds is you don't need to be too high to get these great views over the city. Yeah. And so we've just fa- we've found so many um, so many venues that have just started popping up with rooftops or uh, um, sort of apartment blocks that have got terraces that we've been using, and it, it, the list has just started growing and growing. And we're just trying to also make sure that each time it's something slightly different of a view or something slightly different exclusively to to sort of give a wow factor to the event. Uh, and then through the winter, we've been trying to find like great uh, architectural gems that have got amazing interiors. So we did, um, we we got the Corn Exchange in last November, where they they in the evening when it was closed, they let us have. I think we had thirty odd sketches in there, all, all sketching inside. Um, and then we've done uh, the two different Leeds libraries, which have got beautiful interiors. Um, wow! Yeah, I can imagine they would be great, great to yeah. see. So, so the more you, the more you looked into it, we just suddenly realised there's just there's just so many amazing places to, to where you could do it. Uh, the tricky thing was though, because we're not just going on like a street corner or something like that. Is 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 getting them? Is getting the the companies or the buildings involved and interested? But it's a win win really for both people because. We're marketing their venue. We're bringing people to their venue. We're promoting them as well. So, you know, once people have got it, they've really got on board. Yeah, that's some some great partnerships. Oh, brilliant. And um, do you think you'll spread any further than Leeds? Are you tempted to sort of, have you been looking at other cities and places that you'd like to take the sketch club? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've definitely got some some plans, like sort of future goals and plans to do some away days, uh, to other cities um and i mean one of our ultimate goals is to create a community where because we, we've now got sort of i'd say 10 15 regulars who come to most because the events are basically once a month um yeah. usually on a saturday or on a thursday evening and um we've got say 10 15 regulars who are quite often come in now and uh, so it's just trying to create this community where these regulars are really interested in what we're doing and what we're putting on uh, and then the end goal is maybe to put on some great uh, couple of day retreat away like a sketching retreat in in I don't know a cool village in Spain or something like that where we get to go away and just all sketch all week that'd be great wouldn't it that'd, that'd, be, the end, that'd be the end goal yeah yeah sketching holiday yeah nice sketching holiday yeah fabulous and um, so if people wanted to get involved with Sketch Club, how would they do that? So we're basically all 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 the marketing and promotion and sort of info about the events uh, started and mainly just is still on Instagram. So we, we the tag is Sketch Club Leads uh, for anyone who wants to check out our page and you can see all the different 12 events we've done so far. Um, and then we've got a website where we sell the tickets from. Uh, which is sketchcubleads.com. Um and then yeah, they're the two they're the two bases. Or and then you can join our mailing list through the website, and we then kind of update you guys regularly of what's coming up and what's the next sort of events, so that people who are on the mailing list get first dib at getting not getting a ticket. Yeah, so they don't miss out. Well, I'll definitely put lots of links in the podcast notes so oh, people can get involved and see what you've been doing. Yeah. Now I normally ask guests. 
three questions, but because you've been a previous guest, you've already answered them. I don't yes, know if you can remember what it was that you said, but I thought it might be interesting to talk about what you originally said and see if yeah. anything has changed. Yeah, so sure. the first question I always ask is, um, what do you think is great about the city of Leeds? Do you remember what you said first time round? Uh, I, be- I believe I said something about um, about the architecture and the, the 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 arcades. Maybe was it? Did I say that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, arcades. And you also talked about the suburbs and how it's great to be able to sort of go to different places with um, like different personalities. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so yeah. Are you sticking by those answers, or have you got anything to add? The, the, yeah, the good answers, good answers. Um, but I think I've got to add something new because. I was thinking that you might maybe ask this question. Um, and so I, I was thinking another another little gem that I think is great in the city, uh, which you don't see many places, is is the water taxi. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've been on the water taxi, but I just think it's like sort of quite unique about the city. And it's always got a big queue, but I just think they could they could do more for it. I feel like there could be more of it. Uh, it's so it's so cheap to do. It's like one pound or one pound fifty to go across the city on this unique experience. Uh, I know, like we took our kids on it the other day, um, the other week, and they loved it. Uh, yeah. So I think that's that's a cool one. Then, then I've, I've got a plug. I've moved. I've moved to Carverley, um So I, recently, and um, sort of last six months. So I've got to plug uh, this area. So um, I think round here, I, I love my walks and to explore out and about. And Carverley Woods is a great one for here. And uh, the Carverley Millennium Way, um, really nice. And another one round here, um, Sunnybank Mills in Farsley. Another great oh, spot. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a really great place. There's all sorts of things inside it. That's, exactly, like yeah. That gallery and cafes yeah, and... yeah there's a brewery uh pizza place lovely yeah. cafes scrap leads as well as there yeah scrap yeah there's loads of stuff so it's a it's a great little explore as well yeah it really is yeah. yeah yeah so that's brilliant and can you remember what you said is not so great about the city um i think i think i said about the wind <laughs> Yeah, you did. And I've moved, moved to an even windier place. Carly's even windier. <laughs> I've realised. That's so funny. You said, yeah, you said you mentioned the wind and you also said um, one of the only things, and I totally agree with this one, that we're just not anywhere near a beach. Leeds should just yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially today, go for this heat. It'd be good, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. it? So are you sticking to those or you've got anything to add? Uh, they're good, yeah. I'd stick with them. I'm happy with them. Um, I think another one I'll add because... I think is worth it. I think what Leeds is not recently. I've been to Manchester, and it was just. I know I should probably mention that on here, but um, what they do so well is like connecting the city with the transport links. And I think Leeds is just awful at like it's so good at like getting people into the city. Okay, so if I want to get a bus, I can get I can get a bus in the city. But if I want to go to Horsford, I want to go to Morley, or I want to go to other suburbs around. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing you can't you can't. I mean, I drive, but if you with this day and age now, and people should be maybe less, is that yeah. um, just connecting of the other suburbs from other suburbs is just awful. I completely agree, and it's funny that you should have mentioned Sunnybank Mills because um, so so I'd had scrap leads, and I thought, oh, I, you know, when the world was opening up, I thought, oh, I've got a massive list now of all the places I can go and visit yeah. I've never heard of, so I'm going to try and do that. So I thought, oh, how will I get to Barsley? So on a map from Beeston, it's not that far at all. But I actually had to get a bus into town 
and then search for quite a long time to find even find the information of how to get to Farsley yeah. was difficult. And then it took me nearly an hour on the bus. This is it. Yeah, you have to you have to go to town to then go to the place. Whereas like it just would be good. On the if way. They, yeah, it'd just be good if they just had for example, I I was speaking to someone who, who lives here saying that there used to be a bus from Carvely to Farsley every half an hour and now there isn't. Yeah. And um so yeah, just things like that, you know. I just think Yeah, and to be honest, because uh, I've now done I think I think this will be like the 154th episode or something I've done. Right. And honestly, I mean, I haven't got the time to go back through everyone and check, but I'm pretty sure we're on like 90 plus percent. When I ask the question, what's not so great about Leeds, that isn't always the answer about yeah. about the lack of connectivity yeah. and about um, the traffic and the, the public transport problem. So well, it's one, it's, it's apparently, I learned off Clifford the other day, it's the biggest European city without a metro system. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so it's pretty shocking, really. It really is, yeah. So somebody somewhere listen and do something about it. That yeah, would be great. <laughs> um, and can you remember what you chose as um, your hidden gems? Oh, hidden gems. Uh, oh, did I say... Um, I said somewhere local. I said Meanwood Urban, Meanwood Urban Valley Trail, I think. You did, but and you also mentioned two Persian restaurants. Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully they're still there. So one was called Hafsin, and yeah, one was called Darvish. Oh yeah, great spots. Yeah. Yeah, and are they still there? Still going? Uh, I, be- I believe they are. I've not been in the last year though. I haven't. I, I, we 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 us having a newborn. We've hardly been out for meals and stuff. Yeah, I could have. Uh, um, yeah, you're making me feel like I need to go tonight. Actually. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad that I reminded you. Have you got any that you would like to add? Hidden gems. Uh, probably what I just discovered recently was when I was in Farsley, this Amity Brew, Amity Brewery. It's a great spot with brewing their own beer uh, with an awesome terrace outside the back in Farsley. So I'd say maybe that. Oh, that's a good one. I've not heard of them. I'm going to make a little note so I can look them up. That sounds great. And um, what will you be doing with the rest of your day today? Um, the rest of the day, I've got, I've got some drawing work to do for a, for a house commission I'm working on. So a couple hours of drawing, but probably not too much because it's so hot. It's the worst time to draw when it's hot. Um, and then we're going to probably finish early today, Friday. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, okay, the weekend. And enjoy this sun because even though we're so English, so English, you know, I complain about yeah. I complain when there's no sun, and then yeah. the sun comes, and I really complain about when it's there. So the weather can't yeah. really win. <laughs> In the twenties, it's nice, but this is a bit too much, isn't it? Oh gosh, yeah. unless you're abroad and can have a pool. Yeah, it's yeah. Just silly. <laughs> well, thank you so very much for coming back and speaking to me again. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I wish you the best of luck with Sketch Club, and I'll put lots of links in the podcast notes. Yeah, so sure. And if anyone off. is if anyone is interested, our we, our tickets have just gone on sale for our next event of Sketch Club, which is oh. on Saturday the twenty fourth of September. Um, we're in a brand new building that's just been built in Holbeck Urban Village called the Glow Point. Oh, wow, that sounds really interesting. Um, and we've got the top two floors in there. We've got amazing views over Tower Works and the temple, the, the tower, the, the towers there and, and all the developments that are going on there. So if you want to get involved, that's the, probably the next one that you could could check us out on. Yeah, that would be a great place to sketch as well. They're fantastic buildings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really beautiful. Well, thank you so very much. You're welcome. Nice to see you guys. See ya. It was great to catch up with Yusuf. I'm definitely going to get myself along to a sketch club and I hope that you do too. As usual, all the details are in the podcast notes. 
For this episode, I was sent a featured track and it's called Broken Nation by Tony Peake. It's a great song. The lyrics are extremely prescient. You'll see what I mean when you have a listen to it. But just a little bit of a warning. There's a smattering of swearing towards the end of the song. But I'm sure that you're going to enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to speaking to you all soon. Take care of each other. Bye bye. I've been living in a broken nation. I can't pay my electricity bill. Can't afford nothing at the petrol station. I'm looking to the future, but it's all downhill. But when my ship comes in, I will not be overdrawn. But the bankers laugh But when my ship comes in I will get up off my knees I'll take a trip to Morrison's And I'll buy just what I please I've been living in a broken nation My car does not run on air All this abject poverty and all this degradation And all the shareholders who refuse to share but when my ship comes in, they will all be made to pay. I'll fill their hearts with so much fear, they'll think it's judgment day. I've been living in a broken nation, how did we make all this mess? Who's responsible for our castration? Who's gonna stand up and confess? I've been living in a broken nation Someone got a bonus but it wasn't me Millionaires, billionaires, strange sensation I can't afford to pour the kettle for a cup of tea Oh, when my ship comes in I will no longer be fine When I present my debit card And for once it's not declined I've been living in a broken nation My death slowly Leaderships and noble occupation From less important just inflicting misery But when my ship comes in I will cut my cards in two I'll turn round to the users And say I'm debt free, fuck you I've been living in a broken nation How did we make all this mess? Who's responsible for our castration? Who's gonna stand up and confess?